Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Can't help it, girl, can't help it. <laughs> well, no, you're recording that. I just started it. That was one of those things, you know, you're, you're supposed to... Um, when you're warming up for uh, your... Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow. Mo- yeah. Me, me, mo, me, moo. Me, me, mo, me, moo. Did you ever take elocution or anything? No, not elocution, but I I was in all those choirs a million years ago. Did they ago. make you do that stuff? Well, if you're properly in a proper choir, yeah, you're supposed to warm up and all that jazz yeah. and... All right. You know, a million years ago, back when I was... No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a million years ago, when I was a singer, when and I it, thought I was a singer... And they, they didn't, you didn't make choir, and you're like, yes, you're I didn't make Yes, I didn't make choir. Thanks for bringing that up, Kevin, because high school was such a fun time. Okay. <laughs> um, we're, we've got a play date with the puss and uh, Kim across the street here in just a little bit, but we're going to record... Uh, yeah, forensic files episode. And I'm like, I want sushi. And she's a vegan. So we're going to go play. I'm going to take the Reagan over there to play with Thumper, the, her dog. And she's what you call it, fostering a dog. So Reagan's going to take a Reagan over there. Kim's got her dog. And then she's fostering a dog. And then her cousin Noel is dog sitting for a lady in the neighborhood. Yeah. So it'll be fun. And then her and get friend of hers is bringing his dog over. So that yeah. Guy it's who says he it's almost like a party. It is like a party. You've got a cocktail and everything. I've already started going. I've had a very very rough week. This has been a very, very early, early week yeah, for me. Yeah, I know you're exhausted. I am exhausted. You know what will get just... you fired up? What? Talking about the dimwits in this next episode. Oh, my good Lord. They're just horrible. <laughs> I, for somebody who is a medical degree, this guy just, was a fucking idiot. I just can't get over the, the amount of effort it takes to get that shit done. And then they, oh, no one's going to catch me. Just, what? It was so fucking dumb. But let's just dive in, okay? Let's just so dive in. Splish. Forensic Files. Forensic Files. Season 13. Season 13. Episode 40. Episode 40. Episode 40. Office visit. Office visit. Dum, dum, dum. There we go. So this okay. takes place in Tucson, Arizona. I've never been to Arizona. I've been to the airport. I've been to New Mexico. Yes. I've never been to Arizona. Different states, but both in the Southwest. They're supposed to be pretty. I'm under the impression that you can live very well there. You can. I think retirement. New Mexico in particular, yeah. I think, is very. But um, I had an uncle who lived in Phoenix for years, and I, but I never. Re- I only met him like twice. But um, Tucson, he lived in Phoenix. Tucson is in the extreme south central part of the state. It's okay. all the way down, practically in Mexico. Is that the capital? Uh, no, Phoenix is, isn't it? Phoenix is. Yeah, there? Phoenix is. Ah. There. So uh, Brian Stidham is a Harvard-educated physician who specialized Brian. in pediatric Harvard. ophthalmology. I know he went Harvard. to Harvard, which is the most prestigious of the Ivy League schools. Harvard. Can you name all the Ivy League schools? No. Can't not even gonna I give don't a know. shot. Harvard, Yale, right? Uh, Go, uh, Princeton, Princeton, University of Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania, Cornell, Cornell, Dartmouth, Dartmouth, and Brown. Brown. That's it. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the Ivy League. We've had this conversation a million times. I thought it was a longer list. No, there's I think seven. Okay, so Brian. <laughs> So he always wanted to be a doctor and he always wanted to work with children. A and, doctor. Um, a doctor. So, I'm marrying a doctor. And Julia Wampner is a colleague and she has the nicest things to say. When he treated a child, he would get down on their level. He would not only treat the child, he treated the entire family. 
So he gets married, he has two children, and he joins a practice. He's recruited to a practice in Tucson. So that would lead you to believe that he has a very good reputation I, Yeah, I think if he has been recruited to come uh, to I, work for a company. I would like to think that anybody who graduates from Harvard Medical School would be recruited by someone. Because that is such a prestigious uh, yeah. institution. I, my God. But the, this guy's an eyeball but, surgeon. Yes. And, and of course, a, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, I got to go see the eyeball doctor. And he, and eyeball he doctor. is in, in the Tucson area. He's one of the few that specializes in pediatric ophthalmology. Right. So he right. is at a premium. Now, this is Forensic Files. Forensic and it wouldn't be Forensic Files. Files if we didn't get a local reporter. Oh, usually you love that. You oh, love. Here I, she is. Here she is. Funky You're reporter. So and she's got a sensible hairdo and everything. <laughs> But this guy's kind of boring. He's got a really strong jawline, and he's J.D. Wallace from KOLD. Is that Cold. the blonde dude uh, with, you, the, with the jawline? Yes. The okay. Here he is. And that, of course, just made him a go-to guy if you had a need for your child. So it's October 5th, 2004. And again, I had to look this up separately. Thanks for nothing, Friends of Files. They don't give the dates. I see it on a time register on one of the cop things and then some supplemental. So then they never mentioned it. Mm. Okay. I always seem to guess. I guess I always pick the date up off the tapes. I don't think about it. Yeah. I, no, they didn't. But they, they did. Okay. I don't know. They've gotten real slack on that. Well, uh, you know, this is one of those things that I make fun of us for is like we pick these because these are such great stories, but they're kind of older. Yeah. And I like, I would like to find some. Cur- we we, we but, talk about that. And I said I to you the other day, I kind of like that they're a little. Because oh, I that agree. Samantha Wolford one from a few years ago, they caught her with in 24 hours they just did cell phone pings and video cam video because there's video closed circuit video How everywhere are people and again all these people doing this dumb shit with all this technology and stuff like that and they're getting caught and people are still going out and doing this sh- dumb shit and this was 2004 and, and I'm like, so every, a lot of stuff that happens I'm like you idiot what were you this isn't 1984 but anyway Brian has given a lecture to some med students at his practice and they've ordered pizza he leaves the office at 726 we this know that because this is a regular occurrence for him to do this to encourage students he did this because he was that good of a guy yes he's a very good guy so at 726 he sets the security alarm for the door and leaves three hours later we get a 911 call 911 where is your emergency uh there's a gentleman here laying in the middle of the parking lot there's some papers strewn about i can see his glasses he's not really responding is it me or was that guy weirdly calm? Well, he's it, like, I found because, a guy in a yeah, park. Yeah, I was going to say something about that. They never identified the caller. No, so no. I thought maybe it was the doofus who, you know, like, no, I, yeah. it was just a, a passerby. But he just seemed like he comes across this all the time. No, he's, what he said, he's non-responsive. Yeah, he's he not, did. I, I he did. He did. <laughs> So Brian's been dead for several hours, and it's at this point we meet lead detective Jill Murphy. And if you called Central Casting and asked for someone to play the part of an emerald-eyed, raven-haired, no-nonsense Irish-American detective, they'd send you Jill. There were tear marks or slicing, cutting marks through his scrubs, and uh, there was a gaping wound that I could see uh, just above his scrub line. It was obvious to me that he had been stabbed. Followed closely by Sylvia Jafferty, a prosecutor. <laughs> she's um, I would I, I said I said to Jack because she's got a look. I said, do you think she's a lesbian? Which is very uh, I don't know. That's very um, she, I, it she sounds judgmental. Very, it, it, but it's, I, not. it's not. It's just it's it, it well, was a look, it, it's judgmental in the sense that I'm one to pigeonhole. Oh well, they have short hair. I so do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, but I, and I pointed out to Kevin, I'm like. 
I've been to New Mexico. I haven't been to Arizona. It's a southwestern look. There were a lot of women there who had short hair who were not lesbians. So I don't think that that's necessarily a, a factor in her particular case. But she did give a very she's a, she's uh, a yeah. she's a prosecutor. She's but anyway, look. Where's You're she going? Awfully judgy. Uh, yeah. Well, you know? What do you mean getting awfully yeah. judgy? <laughs> well, I've noticed that we get worse and worse about it. So you know, we're gonna have to rein that back in. We'll have to you know. work on that. Well, anyway, here's, here's Sylvia. He still had his wallet, which had money in it, you know, in his pants pocket. So that told law enforcement right away that this certainly wasn't a typical robbery when valuables hadn't been taken. So no valuables were missing, but the car is gone. This is really interesting to me what they figure out. They find a pizza crust on the far end of the complex. It's a huge parking lot and hundreds and hundreds of yards away, they find this pizza crust. They swab it for DNA and they find out that it's Brian. Isn't that cool? And the, yes. I think that's really cool. And then to me, I would have been like, how the hell did it get all the way over there? And they immediately theorize what happened was Brian came out from the pizza party. He put the crust of pizza on top of the car, opened the door, and as he opened the door, he was attacked, and they call it a blitz attack right. later. I am notorious for that, putting stuff on the roof of my car. I don't do that. I cannot tell you how have many you, times. Have you drive away with stuff yes, up there? Yes, I have driven away with shit on Apparently the Apparently people have done that with babies. Ba kids and pets. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's attacked. He staggers away from his parking spot. He's about 50 feet away. You can see it from the crime scene. The guy, the guy takes off with his car, and the pizza crust goes flying off and ends up on the far side of the parking right. lot. That's how they put this together. And I'm like, I never would in a million years. Well, if the, that these out. are these are detectives doing their due diligence, mm -hmm. they're they're doing it the way they're supposed to. They cordoned off the entire area. Yeah. Anything was marked. These cops knew what yeah. they were doing. There's no surveillance. It's a very dark parking lot. There were no witnesses. There were no cameras. So they try calling his wife. She doesn't answer. They go to his house. She doesn't answer the door. They break in. She's sound asleep upstairs. <laughs> She's got now, the phone. Wait, 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 before you go any further, before, wait, 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 they had to break into the house. She was not answering the door. They were banging on it. They break in. They wake her up. The first thing out of her mouth is, has my husband been shot? And, and of course, before we go any further with this story, the whole time I'm like, what the, f that, that's the first thing out of your mouth? And with somebody breaking in, it's just this weird thing. And the whole time, I'm like, well, obviously she had something to do with it. And they but see anyway. that, well, there are financial documents on the table, and that's a red flag, apparently. And she, she says she's taking sleeping pills. That's also sketchy. But then the cops are like, you know what? They attributed all of her weird behavior to the fact that they just kind of showed up in her bedroom, woke her up out of a sound sleep, and she just freaked she'd, out. She'd taken sleeping pills. Yes. So she was, unplugged... she, she was a little goofy. She was a little groggy and goofy. And then people come breaking in. And Joe Murphy, the detective, said, I trust their instincts. It was their opinion that, that we might want to look elsewhere other than her. And, and I trust their opinion. I think that's a good investigator. He's like, the cops are like, no, 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 no. We were there. I don't think it's her. And they're like, all right. Where were the kids? Uh, this is one hey, of those things that they didn't mention the kids. No. So, the, so, the, so, so, okay. Me thinking the way I think, the husband's not home from work yet. The uh -huh. wife is, is, has taken Take, meds to go to sleep. And unplug the phone. Unplug the phone. <laughs> 
and somebody broke in the house. There's no mention of the kids. Yeah, they were little. Maybe they, I, you know, I'm sure all hell broke loose well, when the cops I'm got sure, in there. But... but you know me, I'm like, I just, where yeah. are the kids? Yeah, where, yeah, what's yeah. going on? You Leaving know. some holes in their forensic yeah. files. So we get our first forensic expert in Tom Bevel. <laughs> Tom's simply a forensic analyst. I, I, That's the broadest brush I've ever heard. <laughs> he explains why this was not an ordinary carjacking. Carjackings, typically the owner is very mildly hurt or very superficially. Rarely do you have somebody that is killed. Normally in a carjacking, the person is rarely killed, rarely even injured. They're like, give me your car. I want your car. The per-, you know, uh, most so people are like, just go. came up to you, first of all. Take my car. You just get out. And I get out. Them, I, I would not. I, here, do you mind? Oh, my wallet too. I got a little cash. <laughs> all those credit cards are good. Powered I, you know, up. No, I would not. No, here, take my car. That's why I take always, my shitty car. <laughs> take my shitty car. I would probably do that as well, but I, I, I'm in my mind right now. That's my wallet. No, you can't have uh, my wallet. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, nice know, you. I know. I, I you, know. I would. I would. I would hand him the keys. I'd be like, listen, it takes a little. It pulls a little to the right. <laughs> That's actually funny, which is why most of the time, how how often do I hit the door lock button? Yeah. I hit the door lock button all the time. The, apropos of nothing, this reminds me of a great onion photo. <laughs> it's just, um, and it was in the Middle East. It's Palestinian car bomber given shittiest car possible. Oh, that's and it's funny. a Photoshop of just the worst looking car going down a, a side street in Israel. <laughs> and I don't know. He was stabbed like 20, 30 times. And this that is, always. That is some. That's, that's some anger. That's some fucked up shit for you to. that They they immediately are always like, this is personal. This is, right. a, you know, so they immediately think it's someone he knew. But they get the idea to call his cell phone because if his cell phone is on and it pings, they have to explain to us because this is 2004 what pinging is. Well, but pinging, we yeah, everybody. And it's so it's so commonplace now. Yeah. Everybody. Speaking knows of which. Thing. Most people ping their own phones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know. People are committing these <laughs> were, crimes. Were you were you in the mix when I lost my phone and couldn't find it, and it had fallen in the sofa behind? I was I'm, here for that. You were here for I, that. I, I hope you find it. And we I'm using my <laughs> iPad to ping my phone, and I'm yeah, like, it was right in my hand. Where yeah. did it go? It went down the weirdest little I, it rabbit hole. It went down the behind the sofa. I had to rip the the lining out of the bottom of the sofa to get it out of the sofa. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, I pinged my own phone. Yeah, that's the modern technology. And go. So they they ping it. We were missing the cell phone. So our hope was was that the cell phone was with the killer who was with the car. If it were on, it would be possible to send a signal to that phone, what they call pinging, and narrow down its location by seeing which cell towers bounced the signal. It works. He's in a parking lot of an apartment complex across town. Um, they find a ton of blood spatter. They find blood spanner in... Spanner? Sp- blood, spa- blood, <laughs> blood spanner? <laughs> really good. Blood spanner? Bloods, they, have a, uh, they find a wrench in his uh, wheel well, and by that I mean blood splatter, and that would have meant the door was open, open. when he was assaulted. Correct. So that's 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 jiving with their theory that the, the uh, he was attacked as he was getting in. They describe this as a blitz attack. A blitz attack is an attack that is uh, sudden and by surprise. It could have been anywhere from, uh, at a minimum, probably 30 seconds uh, up to, uh, you know, a minute or so. 
So the reenactment of him getting jumped by that guy in the parking it's lot, pretty, it's yeah. terrifying. You know, to turn around and just have a knife plunged into you like that. See, and oh this is God. one of those things that you and I talk about all the time. That's one of those things. If I was walking into a parking lot that didn't have a lot of light and all, I would be on... Red alert. I, yeah. yeah, I would be looking around stuff. And yeah. I've seen you. You don't look. You are just. Well, I'm I not going to say you're oblivious, but you're kind of like. Doo, 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 I am. Doo. I am. And, and after watching this and the recent attack in the parking lot. Of oh, Tomaco, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little more. I'm a little more like that. You're right. And me, I'm just kind of like I. I always park where I think. Okay, this will be an easy way back out of the car. Yeah, it's no. a straight. I need line to be more situational from the aware. store to the car. Yeah. You know all no, that. No, no, kind no. Of I stuff. need to work on that. So now there's a bit of a bombshell. The investigation find out that when Brian joined this practice, he was unaware that the senior partner, Bradley Schwartz, was under investigation for drug fraud. He's the same doctor who recruited Brian. It was very upsetting to the staff. We were all working. We had patients. And the DEA walked in and we were told that they were going to search the office. So he's gotten 77 counts of prescription drug fraud. And I did, think did that that was a pain pills. Did it say how long they were in business together? Did not, it, I don't think it was said? very long. They did not indicate. See, I, this is, the this is one of the rare ones where I didn't do very much research on this yeah, one. Yeah, I got the impression he hadn't been there very exactly, long. Exactly, right. So and maybe, everybody liked everybody liked Stilden and nobody liked the, the people. Stidham, who were, yeah, Stidham, he was far and away the more he, popular doctor. Yeah, and all the other people were like, we don't want to stay with Schwartzy. <laughs> you know, yeah. Okay. So Schwartz, so, so Stidham joins the practice. He's not there very long. Schwartz gets taken out in handcuffs. He loses his his medical license. He has to complete rehab before he can come back. Can you imagine just getting, you know, you're hired on to work for this company and the guy who hired you gets arrested and taken out for drug, and you're a doctor? Oh my God, are we going to be able to recover? From, oh uh, my God. It was humiliating and, I'm, and deserved, but so um, Brian decides that he wants to just get a clean start and who could blame him? Right? Why would you want to be associated right. with this doctor? <laughs> but his patients all go with him. And of course, his staff does too. Yeah. They're like, oh, we love you. Yeah. So he, in effect, just takes the entire practice with him. Stenham took the patient base with him, thereby leaving Schwartz with nothing once he was able to start practicing again. So Schwartz comes back with his medical license, has to jumpstart it all over again. I wonder how long that took. Because um, it, it had to have been a couple of years. There's no way it was a short period of time. I don't think it was I, years. I get no. It had to be. There's no way they're going to let a, a a medical doctor who's got an issue with prescription medication just take a 30 day course and no, go right I was back to six work. Months. I was saying. I was saying like six months. I was. Th I, I wish I, I. I admit, good company in the car. I did not do my research on this one. There had it had to have been a longer period. I'll of time. put it in the uh, episode description or something. We'll get it up there. Okay. 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 So. Uh, Investigator Murphy doesn't really suspect Schwartz because all of this happened a while ago after the murder. This, this, all of this, um, and 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 Stidham breaking away and all that. It's been several years, and she doesn't suspect him. I had disregarded him as a suspect very early on because it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. The problems that Stidham and Schwartz had were years in the past. Anyway, he has a solid alibi, or so it seems. He was in a very public restaurant on a date, and his date vouches for him. <laughs> So they start asking back at the office, can they think of anyone who didn't like this guy? And was there a, a patient, a, pa a parent of a patient? It's, it's not a robbery if it wasn't revenge. What was this? What happened to Brian? Especially because he's such a great guy and everybody loves him, yeah. And again, Angelia Wampner, his coworker, has nothing but the nicest things to say about him. 
He was very gentle, very compassionate, very caring. I had a lot of respect for him. I, I enjoyed working with him. He was a good friend, not just a boss. And if I wanted to be churlish, I'd point out that she has had a nose job. Oh my! But I'm above that. See, I'm above that. You become I'm a mean it. girl. <laughs> You're putting. Now come on, now that's just rude. I just wanted to give you something to spike. Oh jeez. <laughs> so the investigators are working with Brian's wife, and they're asking him. They're asking her rather. Does he have any enemies? And she says. Check on the Schwartz guy. I know he doesn't look bad, but he's the only person, person I know yeah. of that Brian has had a falling out with. So on a hunch, uh, this doesn't seem like a hunch, they interview Schwartz's date for the <laughs> night. And uh, go, Sylvia. Oh. They'd met online, as I recall. And even though they'd only been out two or three times, Dr. Schwartz had already asked Lisa to marry him. So this date says not only have they been on two or three dates, Schwartz has already asked her to marry him. Which, that's a bloop? That is just like this odd little fact. What? What does that have to do? Okay. No, no, no. Just how weird he is. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So this guy, Bruce, calls them while they're eating. And about an hour later, calls them uh, half an hour before Brian is attacked. And then he shows up at the restaurant about an hour after Brian is attacked. They're on a date. They're on a date. Yep. And, Brian, this, and, and this is where it gets extra stupid. <laughs> so he sits down at the table. He doesn't order anything. And in the reenactment, which I thought was great, he reaches over and takes a piece of food off of her plate. And, and the look she gives, the can, daggers. And, I, and the first thing I said to Kevin, I was like, can you imagine if I was on a date and somebody shows up and starts picking food off my plate, how well that's going to go I would have laced my fingers together. <laughs> <laughs> or another drink, please. <laughs> so then they try to speak in code. So Schwartz says to him, how did those scrubs work out? And Bruce says, they worked out really well. <laughs> and then the date says, why did you need scrubs? <laughs> and he said, for horseback riding. Well, joke's on you. Schwartz asked Bruce, so how'd those scrubs work out? Bruce's answer to him was, well, they worked out fine. When she asked, well, why were you wearing scrubs? Bruce told her that he had used them for horseback riding, which she found to be rather ridiculous because she's very, very familiar with horses. Yeah, the date. She's she's into horses. And she says, nobody wears scrubs to ride horses. It just, but uh, it, none of this makes sense. Oh, and also, Schwartz said he met the guy in rehab, and that's when they were friends. And he ordered a and beer. And he orders a beer, and she's like, none of the, this. The it, whole thing was it, fishy. It, and I get... I, He's a fucking doctor. You're supposed to be smart. You got through medical school? Mm-hmm. Oh. So they get Schwartz's phone cell records, cell phone records or whatever. And uh, half an hour before Brian was attacked, he got a phone call from a payphone 400 feet away from where oh. the murder took place. And I, I smacked my forehead. Yeah. It was a full-on face 400 bomb. feet away. And then about an hour after Brian was murdered, he got another phone call from a payphone across the street from, from where they the found the car. Oh, my God. How dumb is that? So the clerk at the convenience store remembers a guy coming in. So, so yeah, so people, <laughs> it gets more it's dumb, stupid. Dumber still. He's, he's in the convenience store 400 feet away from the practice. He comes in and scrubs. Now, think about this. And, and the, the girl now, on the wait, counter wait, remembers. Wait, 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 wait. Think about this. He's waiting to kill someone. Mm-hmm. He's wearing scrubs. Yes. People in scrubs kind of stand out if you're not in a medical, medical thing. Yeah, yeah. He's, st- he's a big dude. Uh-huh. 
and he's wandering around a convenience store and it's using gross. a cell phone yeah, or using that, a pay you know, phone. He's a fo- across from an ophthalmology practice. I'm oh. going to say maybe it wasn't that weird, but it's weird. But, then, but, but she remembers. It, the clerk remembers And then she, doesn't he say something to her like I was just at a party or something? She says that. He oh. says this. He told her that he was supposed to be at a meeting and that they were serving pizza at this meeting and he didn't feel like pizza. He says he's at a part. He's at a meeting. They're having pizza. He doesn't feel like having pizza, so he's getting something from the uh, convenience. Who doesn't like pizza? Oh, well, what a weird thing to say. So the investigators now ask Schwartz's staff if Schwartz has a patient named Bruce because they've got a name from the date, and they're like, "Yep, he Bruce. sure does." Ronald Bruce Bigger. His date of birth, you might ask? 11-29-65. It's on the folder. <laughs> now, see, that was interesting oh, what does to that me. Make? That makes him a Scorpio. Ah. Uh, so the, the, the folder did not have Bruce on it. So they figured out that he goes by Bruce, but the folder did not have Bruce did on not, the but they were like, But that, that's what he went yeah. by when he came in. And he had gone to, to see the Schwartz because he had gotten an eye injury in uh, like a barroom brawl he was Imagine. in. And he had to have that fixed. So I feel compelled to put reporter J.D. Wallace in ooh, here again ooh, since I introduced ooh, ballroom him. Ballroom blitz. Where did that come from? Because you said blitz. You just said a ball bar room blitz. Ba- ba- brawl. But that still works. <laughs> you didn't just say blitz? I said bar. I think I said barroom brawl, but barroom blitz. That's cool, too. Oh. He had a blitz attack. Blitz That's what attack. they're describing. It. You know, I don't know. I'm a little tired. I'm a little punch drunk. I, 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 I'll work yeah. with it. So anyway, J.D. Wallace with a weird jawline's back. <laughs> of course, all I want to do is sing the song now. <laughs> well, you can. yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. He came to Dr. Schwartz's office after getting in some sort of fight and had an eye injury that needed taken care of. Okay, so uh, I, Bruce, po- I apologize. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce has a pretty long criminal record. He's got drug charges, fraud charges, and Doesn't he's currently on person. parole for a forgery conviction. Doesn't make you a bad person. And he doesn't. Uh, he's a stand-up guy. I think if you want to go into has somebody commit a murder for you, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? That's hilarious. <laughs> so Sylvia lets us know a little more about old Bruce. What we know about Ronald Bruce Bigger. Bruce is that he was unemployed, didn't have a car, didn't have a phone, didn't have a residence, didn't have anything. He did have a drug habit. He he doesn't have anything. Oh, he does have a drug habit. (laughs) She hopefully knows. (laughs) So it gets better. It gets better, Jack. Oh, the day after the murder. Bruce is seen flashing a shit ton of oh. hundreds and fifty dollar bills, and he brags to somebody that it's ten thousand dollars worth of cash. But, and then she describes it as softball size. <laughs> really, <laughs> you're gonna carry around a load of cash like that? Yeah, you don't have a job, you don't have a home, and you're just you know, be a day. and you're gonna whip out a softball size wad of cash. <laughs> you're an idiot. The day of the murder, our surveillance camera captures Schwartz cashing a check for ten thousand dollars. Oh. No, there's no uh, evidence line here. There, no, what? Uh, none, uh, none whatsoever. Timeline? No, 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 no. So no, no, no. Oh, they, 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 oh. they arrest Bruce. His painful. mugshot is terrifying. That bro- yeah, he does. It looks. It's, why do they have him wrapped up? I think there must have been a scuffle. I think that's like to either he's been. I mean, I think he uh, that looks very much like he resisted arrest. Oh, he looks pretty. I, you know what so I mean? So it looked I, like because I was going to say it looked like hospital. he had a scarf wrapped. Yeah, and then so, they, yeah. they arrest Schwartz too, and we see him getting and he's in into the into the 
police station. He was in scrubs. Yeah. And they're like, why did you do it? Why did you do it? No comment. Dr. Schwartz, can you tell us why you did this? Did you do it, Dr. Schwartz? No comment. Sylvia explains that all of this evidence is very compelling, but modern juries want the smoking gun. They want the blood evidence. They want the DNA. They want the the, the knife. There's no murder so weapon. So do you think that's because we're all so jaded because we've all watched so much Murder, She Wrote and stuff like that? Do you think that's why? I think it's maybe Murder, She Wrote, but just now I think people are very aware of you. Everybody want just wants I, a smoking I, gun. I think that with what they had, they would have gotten a conviction, but this is a slam dunk. <laughs> well, no, this is not a slam dunk yet. We get there. So we also learned that Schwartz was a bit of a scumbag. He was sleeping, and he eventually gets divorced. He's sleeping oh. with his patients, parents of his patients. He's having sex in the office. Oh. And on top of that, he told numerous girlfriends he wanted to harm So he's Brian. going out on these dates with these girls, and he's bringing up somebody he wants to physically harm. He wants to pour acid in his Come eyes. On. He, also, he wants to put child pornography on his computer. That's really specific. These women said Schwartz wanted to put acid in Stidham's eyes, crush Stidham's hands, or ruin his reputation like putting child pornography on Stidham's computer. So they go back to the car and they're hoping that they find some DNA evidence they overlook. They swab and they swab and they swab. What do they do? They swab and they swab and they swab. Oh, they swab and they swab <laughs> and they swab. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that like sounded lyrical to me. I don't know. <laughs> so they're fine. All of the DNA evidence is coming back as being from either Brian or his family members. But And before you go any further, in this day and age, all I think of there was that horrible movie Gattaca where the, the, the where everything is down to DNA and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and Inside, and they're like an eyelash hair yeah. and they can pull your off. And I'm in. So I think that's the way of the world. That's where we're headed. I oh, think sure. not Gattaca, but I just think like, you know, if you go to the grocery store and, you know, so, and come back, you're leaving DNA everywhere. Yeah. You are. <laughs> so you it's literally just are. really funny to me. And, and I've joked about that. We joked about something not that long ago. And you said uh, somebody was covered in head to toe with something. And I said. Oh, no, no. They were wearing a scuba suit to commit the murder. Right. And I, what did I. The what, and do you. Okay. We Sweat. were talking about something <laughs> and we said something about the scuba suit. <laughs> and what was what came out of my mouth? You, I would sweat too much. I would sweat so much inside the scuba suit that the DNA would be coming off my face yeah. and dripping all over the place. Then I helpfully pointed out that it was happening at 3 a.m. in the morning, and you said, I'd still sweat. I would. Well, exactly. <laughs> so now, I didn't know anything about this story when I... Hurt when when I said that about me on that other story, yes. whatever that story it's was. Just, and go. Okay, so um, they did sixty more swabs. On like the sixtieth swab, they find two signals, which means there were signals? two donors. They're called signals in, in DNA in genetics. So the first one was a big spike. That, that was, was from Brian. Right. There was a second one. It was very faint, but it was clearly from another person, and it ends up being from. Bruce. So the amount, the mol, the 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 was, minuscule amount uh -huh. that this guy left in that car that wasn't his, that was enough to nail him. Well, this is it's a it's a little more nuanced than that because they speculate because he was wearing plastic gloves, rubber. They speculate everything he was, was disposable. Gloves. He but, had but scrubs on. He wiped. His, he was wearing scrubs. He had on rubber gloves. He rubber but he gloves. wiped his brow and then he touched, touched the, the the knob yep. to turn on the air conditioning. And it was just because of the 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 little bit sweat. of sweat. The well, they said it was epidermis cells, but but, but sweat. sweat and but skin sweat has and DNA all in that. It too, right? But sweat and D and skin cells and all that. But stuff. it was just. 
just that oh, teeny, it's, teeny you're just, little bit. You're just, you're just dropping DNA right and left everywhere you go. So this is 2004 technology, so I think it's even more precise now. But they got a partial profile, and they said the probability was very high. It wasn't absolute. It wasn't like there's a one in a chance. But they said, and Jill Murphy said, that uh, even though it was a partial profile with merely high probability, but not absolute probability, it was good enough for Jill, and it was compelling for the jury. To have even just a little bit of science is better than none at all. So to have a partial profile that is consistent with my defendant was, was very, very important to me. And that's what it boiled down to. So now we get. So what I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. is if you're going to kill somebody and steal their car. Yeah. The, there's blood splatter all over the inside of the car. Mm-hmm. You've worn scrubs. Mm-hmm. You've got disposable gloves on, so you're not leaving any DNA. Right. The only way to get away with this is to burn the car. Uh, yeah, yeah. The only I don't, way. This guy, Bruce, was clearly an idiot. So um, Everybody involved! Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian was good. But, but, no, no, but, no. But, not, I'm sure. not talking about the victims. Yeah. I'm talking about everybody <laughs> So we get the forensic file recap of what happened, but we know what happened, right? Brian comes out. He's attacked by Bruce. Uh, Brian staggers away from the car. Bruce jumps in the car car he's he's called and let uh bradley know at the restaurant that he's he's you know gonna kill him drives across town abandons the car calls bradley again Uh, the deed is done i'm gonna come by and have a drink with you at the restaurant i have rolled my eye see this is your eyeballs this goes back this is to see an ophthalmologist really exactly (laughs) uh you know it's so funny i rolled this is one of those ones where i'm just like are you kidding me yeah and i'm learning not to make so many comments because as we're as the good company in the car is improving i'm learning not to make a comment every time I want to because I frequently yell over top of Kevin and I know that I'm trying to avoid doing that and all I can do is sit over here and roll my eyes and roll my eyes and roll my eyes took the cake I don't know what Schwartz thought everybody knew about cell phone records in 2004 did he not but everybody and this Nimrod's calling from payphones right next to the crime scenes but think about think about the the evidence that he's given he's told all these women I I want to hurt hurt this guy kill him yeah he's He's blaming him for his bad choices and stupid moves that have caused him these financial and or career problems on this guy who didn't do anything. No, he didn't do anything. So what, he's going to kill him? He's going to get all the patients back? It it was so dumb Uh, and and, uh, and stunted and dark. So anyway, uh, Bruce Bigger is convicted of first-degree murder. He gets life. Schwartz gets conspiracy to murder and gets a minimum of 25 years, which means he'll be eligible in 20 2029. Okay. Or, anyway, oh, and the narrator is Peter Thomas. Peter we, Thomas. we were struggling with our yeah, other one. Get, it's yeah. Peter Thomas. Yeah. We get one last bit from Jill. What a waste. What an utter waste of a life. Uh, actually, utter waste of two lives. Both of them were, were brilliant surgeons. And she's right, Bradley Schwartz. You not only threw away your life, you ended Brian's. And you took away a father, a husband, a great... Um, uh, by all I, accounts, a great person. Just a great guy. And, okay, <sighs> it, I want you to look at that file I sent. You want me to look at the file you sent? And okay. I am going to let this roll, because I, I just want... Well, <laughs> I want you to just take a look. Okay, I'm opening the email up, and uh, image. Ooh! Right? What happened to Schwartzy? Talk about karma. Look at him. Oof. 
Look at him. Well, Biggs Biggs looks fine. He looks okay. Yeah. So Schwartz's mugshot. Schwartzy looks. His right eye is destroyed. His right eye's he, gone. He was coming back from a creative writing class, going back to his cell, and another inmate jumped him and broke both his eye sockets. And I think that one on the right is permanently like that. Ooh. Can you imagine? That's 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 his look now. Oof. Well, he isn't. He's in prison. Uh, When I saw that, my jaw dropped. That is some fucked up. That looks pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, so he's still there. Um... So bigger, 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 yeah. bigger, mm-hmm. bigger's going to be in jail forever. He's yes, never getting out. Never getting out. But Scott, uh, Schwartz I, is eligible in 2029. Yes. And I, I would like to think he won't get it. Well, uh, God, you know, one would hope. You know what? Just he, Except for the eye part, though, I would guess that he doesn't look that bad. He hasn't aged that horribly. Other than that. Bigger the, looks fine. Uh, other than that, how is the play, Mrs. Exactly. Lincoln? It's a pretty, but, but that's a pretty grievous wound. Bigger looks fine. Well, bigger doesn't be, look. Well, this, he was this, used to being inside. This doesn't know. look like a mugshot. Yeah. Whereas the other guy, Schwartz, this does look like a mugshot. Yeah. But, you know, if Oof. you put your if you put your thumb over the right-hand side of his face, he doesn't look. Oh, that, he doesn't look that he bad. He looks but, very pale and pasty. And, anyway. And, you know. So. That, good. That was a. Yeah. So that was a twisted tale. And Bradley Schwartz, uh, wow, just, just, you Unbelievable. know. Unbelievable. And, and how this, did he get through medical school and I still be this dumb? I just, I this goes back to that. I'm not going to compare killing somebody in the for financial situation to like a relationship. But is that really, you really think that's going to work? Yeah, going to get away with it. You're gonna, you just, really think you're going to get rest, away with it? Call me on that? my cell phone at the restaurant. Let me know what it's done. Come and have a beer with me. Yeah, let's speak in code in front of my date. She'll never put it She'll never together. put it together. It just got dumber and dumber. And did dumber the scrubs out. work out? <laughs> Wink. Wink. Was that from Blazing Saddles when she's like doing that with her eye or whatever? I forget. But anyway, we're um we're we're late for a doggy play date. Oh, that's I think well, that's well a I gotta take the dog over there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, yeah, you guys. kids. You know, it's it's fun. We really enjoy doing this, so you know <laughs> we appreciate coming along for the ride. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Au revoir, That's something the ass will be. The girl can't have it. She's in love with me. Wow.